Hello everyone and welcome to Toonami Therapy today on June 24th of 2022. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to be talking about anime stuff we've been watching, including some things that are on Toonami. So, uh, let's see. I think last episode we actually said we weren't going to have an episode this week, but uh, we um, were able to get it, so... Yeah, we're still here. Yay. Uh, we will not be discussing Spy Family, though, because Crunchyroll uh, did not release the dub episode for some reason. Maybe they had some kind of delay or something. We have no idea if we'll be getting uh, two episodes this week or uh, two more episodes or just one. So we'll figure out what we're doing then, I guess. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Um... We'll talk about the Toonami uh, stuff. Um, right, so we'll be starting with the stuff we watched. We've got Loop on the Third, Part 6, Episode 9. So, uh, let's see. In this episode, this was... Uh, dang, I remember... Um, how, how do I explain this? Because it got kind of confusing at some points. Um, wasn't it the one where th they were... Um, looking for pirate treasure. They were they were going for the um jewel. I can't remember. I'm um we usually do this uh on Thursday and it's Friday now and now and that extra day has wreaked more havoc with my memory. Uh, do you want to describe it? I think you saw it more recently than me. Yeah. So basically, they're going after this uh black diamond or black uh something i forget what it was called i think it's a diamond yeah and um so lupon's trying to get it fujiko's trying to get it and this old woman and her granddaughter trying to get it and then basically they end up uh this old woman ends up to be like a lot stronger than everyone thought she was and she was like she was the person cherry who wrote the letter to lupon and lupon appears on a drone and this drone taunts uh Janigata, and basically fujiko escapes and then it turns out that the big treasure they were after was just a box full of pepper and <laughs> uh and Johnny Gata gets thrown into the ocean. And um, yeah, so it had a twist ending, but I'm not sure the ending uh, made much sense. Or uh, I'm not sure that the ending was satisfying in any way. It just was kind of like, oh, that was just Pepper. Okay. Pepper used to be worth a lot to the pirates or whatever. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's like a reverse version of that episode of the um, Twilight Zone where these guys steal uh, like a bunch of gold from a bank and then to avoid the heat, they decide to uh, use, I think, some invention that makes it so that they'll just be cryogenically frozen for a few decades and then wake up, which... Um, 
I would think that being able to sell that would be worth way more than the gold, but uh, you stole, but whatever. Um, anyway, they get out, they end up fighting over the stuff and killing each other, and then it turns out, um, and then uh, and they all get killed, and then you find out that in the future, gold is actually worthless because they mass produce it now. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, the big issue, I think the problem I had with this one, and I've noticed that this is kind of a thing that's been happening this season. It also was a major case in that, like, one where most of the episode, or at least a lot of the episode, was them just sitting in the restaurant, where, like, a bunch of stuff happens, and then at the end, we get this big, lengthy explanation for how it all worked. Yeah. And it's, uh, sometimes that can be okay, it's, but that's, it doesn't seem to work so well on this um it was that kind of thing is hard to pull off usually works better for like stuff that's really with a bunch of mind games um and such but i don't know how i didn't really care for it that much this episode but at least it was a bit more like the classic loop on stuff outside of you know that issue i mentioned yeah okay so we'll move on to One Piece episodes 559 and 560. I um, think we're the episodes. Yes. Okay. So um, let me, if I can remember. Okay. So Luffy ends up fighting up fighting against um, Horty. Um, but uh, then. Let's see. Well, so they do that, and uh, Hordy's doing actually pretty well because, you know, they're in water, and that he's fine with uh, that. Uh, but Hordy also ends up uh, uh, backstabbing. Well, actually, I think it's front-stabbing, uh, but uh, Deccan to defeat him because uh, I guess we needed to cut down the number of enemies, maybe? Um, and... Uh, so yeah, he's still, uh, and then he and Luffy are going back to fight, and then the other uh, members of Hordy's crew are still fighting the Straw Hats, and uh, and uh, yeah, that was basically the episodes. And how about that uh, ending scene on the second episode where they show like everyone's reaction <laughs> in slow motion? And to take up about two minutes of time just seeing people's reactions. That was that was pretty funny. Unintentionally funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's something, because we've been talking about, oh man, the pacing, like, so um, weak and stuff. When, before, we weren't really having, like, we weren't really having that much of an issue Um in that when we watched before and we were watching, especially like um, when the things, but I was looking back at them. For example, when we saw Enos Lobby, well, I remember some pacing things there, but that was uh, 56 episodes into 43, sorry, 56 episodes into 46 episodes. Um, not, not counting. Uh, although um, I'm not sure if that I'm looking at the thing on the, Wiki, although I'm not sure if that's counting some of the episodes which were recaps. Um, then, 
but and Thriller Bark, which honestly I didn't think was that was had that big of a problem with pacing. That was okay. So that's forty-eight chapters, forty-five episodes. So that's about one chapter per episode, which you know obviously requires some padding out and stuff. And here mm-hmm. though, so the Fisherman Island arc it says it's fifty-one chapters into fifty-one episodes. So that's at about the same pace as Thriller Bark, but it just seems so much more obvious here than it did there. <laughs> That's surprising because I like you. I thought that was a good arc, but this one, it's just crawling by. It took so long to get to the point where Luffy and pals even showed up, and then now that they're here, you know, now we have to have one-on-one battles. Because that, that's the rule: you always have to have one-on-one battles. And, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I've been just trying to think. Maybe I'd have to go back and watch some of those episodes again to see. But I, I guess just however they were doing the padding in those episodes worked better, maybe. Um, like, whatever different techniques they were using were less noticeable. Or maybe the arc was just better, like, a structure to allow for the filler stuff. I seem I seem to remember though there it's more like that arc added stuff what I mean is it might have made things take longer but it made them take longer by stuff by adding stuff that happened whereas this one so much of it is you know making sure to focus on everyone's reactions and stuff like for example um remember how um Zoro Usopp and Brook ended up in that sort of cage uh and thing so in mm-hmm. the manga, because I remember looking at it, like you don't see how that happens. They just like mention it and you like see like this one one panel like flashback thing. Whereas the anime, uh, you know, actually showed a bunch of that because, you know, it happened. It's not the worst. It's not a bad way to pad things out by showing what actually happened. Um, but uh, so that worked fine. But I'm I'm feeling like maybe more of the stuff in Thriller Bark was like that, whereas now here they're just like you know slowing things down, showing reactions, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is just terrible pacing, and um, because it really, <laughs> I remember watching this today, which. You know, surprisingly, I was able to remember something that happened today, and um, uh, because my memory is that bad. But um, I, I was watching it, and I couldn't even tell whether I had watched two episodes or one episode. I was, I was like, what even happened? You know, like you had that one part with Luffy and that was about it and and then we had we did have a little bit of a scene where uh, Robin and Zoro were fighting that was pretty good but just not enough action yeah and unfortunately we can expect uh, expect the pacing to in future arcs be even worse I'm like looking at this whole cake island that was uh that was the arc before the current arc in the series. And it said that was 78 chapters and which was adapted into 95 episodes. 
So it wasn't just, so we had less in, than an average of one chapter per episode in that. <laughs> we won't get, we won't get to that for about 300 episodes though. That's how long this arc lasts. No, 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 no. I, when I said whole cake Island, that's the episode. That's the arc just before the current arc that one piece is on the manga. Oh, okay. I, I can't, I can't compare the current manga, the current arc of the manga, the episodes versus chapters because it's not done yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that that is still 300 episodes away. Although with the way Toonami is just adding all these, uh, uh, episodes that might not be that long because you know now we're up to two naruto episodes and um if they run out of shows that's all they're gonna be able to have so yeah it's uh yeah it's, it is making me want to like just read the manga or something because just the padding is so you just look at the episode and realize stuff didn't happen it, i i don't know it's i i like thriller bark so much more than this which is interesting because i almost every every other one piece fan i've seen says oh thriller bark that was a pretty bad arc um and i was like oh i liked it and i would watch the anime that apparently padded stuff out so mm -hmm. i'm just wondering why doesn't the one piece anime at this point like have an I can't remember Thriller Bark had it, but I know the anime here, it doesn't have an ending theme. Like, it, it just, it, like, and I'm just thinking, why not do that? That would just, that's like an, uh, that's a minute and a half and that, yeah. you, that you can, like, uh, fill up with that, and then you can pace the rest of the episode better. But are we sure that Adult Swim isn't taking it out? I, I was, I, I, I checked by looking at, you know, the uncut, uh, episodes on like, say like Crunchyroll and yeah, there's no, there's no ending, uh, credits theme for it. There's just the opening theme, which, uh, Toonami does shorten a little. So, uh, mm -hmm. but yeah. And I'm just thinking that that seems like such a way to just pad the stuff, um, out, or you could even do what uh, some series done you could like have i i don't know maybe a little brief thing at the end with like you know uh like like when bleach would like do hey here's a mm -hmm. segment about one of the hollows or something or, or when uh hunter hunter did the hunterpedia remember that i i can't remember was that on toonami or no it wasn't on okay. toonami then it i didn't see it Okay, it was part of the original broadcast. They had Hunterpedia, mm -hmm. which would be like going in Cuba, like explaining about some character. And I guess that's where they got the name for the Hunter Hunter. Uh, wiki? You know, Wiki, yeah. Yeah, they called it Hunterpedia after that. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like they could do stuff like that so that even if when you ultimately get down to it, the same amount happens in each episode, it at least doesn't feel as tedious to be going through all that sort of stuff. Like the, like the, the, the reactions and stuff. So at least what you're watching is better, um, compressed. So, I, I guess I could say, 
or like World Trigger always did those World Trigger fun facts uh, things, for example. Although they got rid of those in the second and third seasons, which uh, which was fine because you know they had to like uh, well those seasons were better paced too. So let's see, does it say I'm trying to see if there was anything about like the theme songs? I don't know if they. Okay, so. Yeah, there's at least some ending themes later on, but they just don't seem to be here now. I just always have to wonder what it's like to be a writer on the One Piece anime or, you know, because <laughs> you have to just sit there and think of, okay, how can I pad this stuff out? Yeah. Because I guess filler arcs just can't be done for some reason. I'll take I'll take filler arcs um over that. I mean, I might not have like really enjoyed the filler stuff when we watched Black Clover, but it 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 meant that when we got the actual stuff, it was paced better. Yeah, I would. Well, see, since I don't read the manga, for me, it doesn't really matter whether it's filler or not. So, um, I wouldn't mind filler at this point, but uh. I, I mean, you can always tell when it's filler, but uh, still, I would much prefer that than having everything move at a snail's pace. Well, I still remember that arc of Naruto where we were t where we watched it and we were discussing it, and uh, I and I just kept t saying, "Man, I I read the manga. I don't remember this at all." <laughs> <I thought laughs> it's because that arc. The, well, I can't even remember what it was. It just had that person named Gurren. I can't remember anything other than the fact there was a character mm. named that. But uh, it at least kind it, it involved at least like some of the like like Orochimaru was like involved in it tangentially. You saw some of the Akatsuki members. I mean, it was one of those things where when you look back, you realize, oh well, this didn't actually matter. They didn't really interact much with the main characters. The Akatsuki guy, his role was just wandering around looking for stuff and not coming in contact with them. But uh, it at least was better integrated, I guess. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's one piece. Um, I feel unfortunately we're just on such a broken record about it. Yeah, yeah. Say the same thing every week, it seems, but that's the problem. I mean, if if they didn't have that problem, then we'd probably be enjoying it a lot more now. To be fair, I've seen a bunch of people, some people say they didn't think this was a great arc, like even in the manga. So maybe that's part of the issue. If this was a better arc, we might be liking it more. I remember we were enjoying it more before they left for uh, like Fishman Island. And yeah, that, yeah. And that still like had the padding and stuff, but I felt it was more interesting, so it was better. So maybe when we move on to another one, uh, what is the? Um, let's see. Uh, let me see. When, how lo much longer does this arc go on? Um, let's see. We're Fishman Island. Uh, we it goes until. It looks like we've still got about, um, oh boy, I'm not even sure you want to know uh, how yeah, many episodes I, we have I, left. I might not want to hear this. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, okay, tell you. All right. So it looks like we've, it's, 
Okay, okay, wait. It's not as bad. I was looking at the wrong uh, thing. Um, it looks like we've got 14 episodes left. Oh, that's a relief. <laughs> I, I was looking at the wrong numbers and, and thought that we had 30. <laughs> oh, 30, I was going to take that. I was thinking you were going to say something like 50 or 60. <laughs> uh, if you would have said that, I'd be off and jump off the boat. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, we're going to get through this in about two months then, and then we'll move on to uh, the next arc, which I seem to remember was considered better. So, we'll see how that goes. Okay. So, there we go with that. After that, we'll move on to the non-Tunami stuff. So, we've got bo 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 bo, bo episode 35. So, Boba Bo unleashes uh, what he mentions, Boba Bo world, in which, like mm -hmm. the last times it happened, uh, wacky nonsense ensues, like yep. even more so than usual. Uh, <laughs> but it ends up with them, like with as a result, he puts some kind of like mark on Torpedo Girl that weakens her and leaves her unable to fly. So, um, well, this is after she tr leaves like the mark of pain on them, and then. In what I thought was a great joke, it turns out it just uh, it peels right off. <laughs> uh, anyway, Bobo then ultimately beats her by executing judgments for every single planet uh, with um, silly stuff there. Ultimately, managing to win, she turns back into over. But then Castle starts uh, like self-destructing. They get rescued by Suzu, who we last saw back in the Captain Battleship. Uh, arc uh and she saves them um then they end up having over still okay but bobo manages to beat him at through doing a bunch of beating up of his allies in the process and then it's uh just mentioned that they're going to have to take on a guy named halakulani next and that is the episode mm -hmm. yeah i thought it was pretty entertaining yeah this, I think, is the first, what, a pattern that comes late, that you, I know, I just noticed, is that each arc, starting with this one, Bobo ultimately seems to beat someone by, like, making them go through all these, like, different, like, so, sort of an attack that has all these different stages, according to something like this one. He, like, does the judgment for each planet, and they're all wacky, silly stuff. The next... One is when he fights this guy and makes him live through seven days of boring everyday life, which, which of course, still ends up with him beating, being beaten up. And then the guy after that is, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something about the different life cycles of a human. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so that was doing this. And I kind of, I like that. I like, because it lets you, like, because it's just segmented like that, it's an opportunity to do a bunch of quick um, jokes for each part without ha them having to overstay their welcome. Mm -hmm. um, I still think my favorite uh, bit was uh, um, oh dang, I'm remembering, I, I know I had a great one. Why can't I remember it? I remember it was a really funny, uh, I, I guess I remember there was one really funny part 
uh, where Bobobo is, uh, you know, be, uh, the stuff where he's beating up Don Patch and, oh yeah, now I remember it. Throughout the whole, because he keeps beating them up along with Over, and he just goes to them and says, tell me, who did this to you? And they point to him and say, Bobobo, and he just kicks him away and says, get rid of the witnesses! Okay. So that's Bobobo. Um... So, I, I suggested we kind of go to this point and watch these episodes to see what you thought of this um, series later on. So, I guess I'll put it to you. Um, are you interested in continuing with it, or do yeah, you want for, to move for now, for now, yeah. Okay, okay. Alright, that's good. Um, yeah, we'll hold on to it for now. <clears throat> After that, uh, like I noted, there was no spy family, so we'll mm -hmm. skip past that. Uh, finally, then we've got Kaguya-sama, Love is War, episode 32. So, because, um, so Shirogane's sister wants him to dress right for the culture, uh, festival of, of her school that he was going to attend. And, uh, there's some wacky stuff where, you know, he wears, he wants to wear really bad clothes and she makes him, uh, get better ones. Um... Then there's some other uh, stuff where uh, Kaguya uh, is trying to plot some way. Because, how does it go? If you give someone this necklace during the festival, they'll be with you. So she's trying to come up with some way to give it to Shirogane without him noticing. Um, and ultimately, and then there's some stuff where she's trying to... Uh, con Vince uh, Ishigami, oh, you should uh, confess to that girl you like. You know, the joke being that she's, she's try suggesting that, but then, um, you know, not actually doing it herself. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, we're, we're clearly um, going in on this whole uh, school festival arc, I guess, so... That's uh, actually something we're leading into. And, uh, yeah, a bunch of the jokes in here were funny. Yeah, I didn't like this one that much. I like the the whole thing with the narrator. Uh, I thought that was a nice touch, <laughs> how the narrator was uh, saying, well, that's, we'll have to change the name of the show. <laughs> and that was good. That was good. But mostly... Uh, it wasn't like interactions between Kaguya and and the president, which is where the series is at its best. So for this episode, it it was it was okay. It wasn't bad, but I mean, it just wasn't what it can be, you know. Yeah. It I think I enjoyed it more than you did, although the narrator was uh, the best part. I, I've seen so many people hold up, like, the narrator as the best part of the dub. Mm, uh, yeah. And, and it's good. I I didn't see this, this episode. Um, I should have checked to see if they had it in sub, but I don't think... I think some of the jokes he gave were added in the English dub. I, rem I think, the, like, the, the uh, narrator was much more, like like regular in the Japanese. So them adding that in the, uh, English was good. I don't know. I always just like, uh, wacky narrators. Like, it, like narrator is probably my favorite character in Boba Bo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I know I know you really like the fourth wall stuff, but uh, yeah, definitely a good narrator in that one too. Yeah, there's also um, uh, you you've probably never seen it, but did you ever watch any of Dave the Barbarian? No. It was this cartoon that aired on Disney. It, w- it only lasted like a season, but there was a really funny narrator there also. Like there's li- there's <laughs> there's an episode where uh the where the villain actually kidnaps a narrator and forces him to like, you know, read stuff about how the bad guy is winning. And he's only thwarted because the narrator gets laryngitis and isn't able to say anything for a while so the heroes are able to beat the bad guy. That was a pretty funny show. It, the best line in that whole series, I think, is when it's just saying, "Thinking when the narrator says, thinking quickly, Dave constructed a makeshift megaphone using nothing but a squirrel, uh, some rope, and a megaphone. And he just <laughs> holds up this megaphone that's just got this squirrel tied to it for no reason. Uh, it was a funny show. But yeah. So I guess that was that for Kaguya-sama. We're um, how many more episodes do we have? We got one, two, three. Yeah, we're getting um close to the end of this season. Only four episodes left. Um. Well, although the last episode I think is an hour long. So. <clears throat> okay, I guess that's it for the series we watched this week. Um. Uh, anything you want out first you wanted to say about any of them before we give our thought final rankings? Oh, uh, yeah, we have to do the top three. Uh, uh, no, I don't have anything else to say. I'm kind of like one piece here trying to stall, trying to use up some time. So I don't, I realize we only watched, there were only four shows we watched. So, um, I mean, I guess it depends on whether you want to split the One Piece episodes up, but they just blur together for me. Um, I'll split them up, but it won't make a difference. (laughs) Um, Okay, do you want me to go, or do you want to go? I can go first. I was about to say it. Yeah, because there's four, that kind of just gives away what the others were. But for me, uh, it would be in third place would be Loop on the third, second is Kaguya-sama, and Bobobo wins. Okay, so Kaguya is my third place pick this time. And then I'm going to go with Bobo Bo for second place. And for the first time ever, well, at least this year, Lupin the Third has cracked the top three. It actually wins the week. And that that's a first for Lupin is to win. And... Um, Bobobo got his second straight second place finish. So uh, that that's pretty good. And Kaguya has uh, climbed up to within range of ascendance is a book of ascendance of a bookworm, which is just ahead of it for third place for the year. Yeah. So of course, we've got fewer episodes of uh, Kaguya, and it's um, so that has Ascendance has an advantage there, which shows you know Kaguya being higher. If with the disadvantage, it's you know higher. And yeah, you know. Oof. 
Well, beyond that, I guess um, I can say the uh, <clears throat> so at least in terms of the series that I was keeping up with, uh, the um, spring anime season finished. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess I can talk a little about the show that I watched to the end, if you want me to. Go ahead. Yeah, I talked about these before, but now that they're all finished with for the season, I can um, do it. So the four ones that I ended up watching, um, <clears throat> there was... Skeletonite in another world. There's trapped in a dating um, sim. The world of Otome games is tough for mobs. There was the heroines run the show. The unpopular girl in the secret task and Tomodachi game. I so ranking. Uh, so well, the weakest of these was heroines run the show. That was the one about the girl who ends up uh, kind of becoming the assistant manager for these idols that go to her school. And um, it started out pretty decent, which is why I kept up with it. But it kind of feels like midway through, they didn't really know where to go with the series. So it kind of it kind of feels like it sort of almost stumbles to a finish by just bringing in like this new plot stuff that didn't really seem to have enough to... It, it didn't feel like it was developing organically. It's just some stuff gets... Um, brought um, in and uh, some of the especially in the last two episodes how do I explain this without going through everything so like there, there's this case where there, there's this character and they do something really bad and then and then the show is just like well anyway oh but now but they but now they're depressed so we have to make sure get them cheered up again even though they really did something pretty bad um also, there's a part of the character who's, like, completely obsessed with the idol, uh, like, group. As in, like, you know, oh, they get to set, uh, this job just so they can get the money to buy more stuff related to them. And then it's and then it's about them getting them, re, you know, not telling them, hey, you, you were kind of going too far there. Maybe you're overly obsessed and this is unhealthy. It's like, nope, we got to get them to become a fan of them again. Hmm. It's, it, it, I saw some... Yeah, so it wasn't a great uh I it wasn't a great finish for the series. It started out good, but then it just uh kind of lost its way. So I can't really recommend it, although I did like the theme song. Uh that was definitely the weakest of the ones I watched to the end. Um <clears throat> the trapped in a dating sim, that's well, that's an isekai series, and it's the one where oh, the guy gets transport, gets reincarnated into a world that's just like this video game he played, uh, <laughs> and stuff. And so well, it actually it, it it was good. It was pretty decent, yeah. Uh, uh, one thing that annoys the heck out of me because I kept seeing this criticism, like a, a bunch of people made of the first episode, and they're saying, "Well, look, this was supposed." To, they're saying the author clearly doesn't know anything about dating sims because this. The game he was playing had all this stuff about, like, you know, RPG elements and dungeon, um, fighting monsters in dungeons and war stuff. And I'm just thinking, the show says that the game was made by uh, a company that previously made, like, RPG games and stuff. So they added all that stuff when it wouldn't normally be in a dating sim. It's said right there in the episode. It's explained. Mm. Um... But yeah, this one was kind of fun, I, I guess, because the main character, it, it just, he's kind of, well, he's a jerk, but he also kind of knows he is, which just kind of makes him entertaining a bunch of the time. 
it's a, yeah, it was actually a decent Isekai series. Uh, on the downside, I have heard, seen a number of people say that, uh, I, they said after the first arc, the series gets a lot worse. Now, I don't know if this season counts as a first arc or if they're talking about something that happened later on, but apparently it doesn't keep up its quality. Also, there it, I do feel like it kind of moved away from the, some of the stuff that I thought was interesting. Like, like one of the other characters is actually someone who also got isekai and has basically used uh, all the stuff from the game to win over all the guys who are supposed to be potential love interests for the actual protagonist. And that's interesting, but they don't really do as much with that as they think they could have later on. And there's some funny bits in it. On the whole, I liked it. I, I just don't know how much to really say about it other than, well, it was a decent isekai. At least I thought it was. Although, it did take a little while to get going. I didn't care for the first episode too much. Um, then we've got um, Tomodachi Game. That was uh, one where... Basically, these this group of friends is uh ends up having to play through this game of uh where they're given a whole lot of debt, and while throughout the game you can make uh you can try to make money to uh pay off that debt, and there's all this strategy stuff in it. This is one. It kind also had. Kind, this show is weird because while I think I may have enjoyed it the most of all the series, it's also definitely not. The best of these series I watched, it, it's it's what I can't really call it guilty pleasure exactly because there is some genuinely good stuff in it, but there's also some kind of dumb stuff. Some bits of it are kind of a bit um, trashy. The set, the final episode uh, was definitely at some point I did not care um, for um, it, and uh, I did actually. Uh, to indicate how much I did enjoy it despite these things, I did read through most of the manga that came after uh, words, and uh, it's kind of the same thing in that there's some really good stuff. Some of the games are really interesting and have some great strategy, and then there's just some weird, uh, there's like some weird, uh, sometimes uncomfortable bits of fan service that are just there and not great. So... I don't know what to say about... It's hard for me to describe this one. Because I really en I enjoyed it a lot. But it also has a bunch of problems in it. It's, uh... I, I guess... There's this manga that had a similar premise called Liar Game. And it never got an anime adaptation, unfortunately. Or an official English release. But apparently it's, it's now having an official release in Spanish. So maybe I'll try to pick that up if I can, uh... uh if I don't mind paying the shipping... Mm -hmm. Um, and this series is kind of like a, it's kind of like that, except it's not quite as smart and it is a little more trashy, I guess you could say in some things, but that was a pretty good series liar game. So even if it's just a weaker version, it was still decent. I, I still enjoyed it, but it definitely has some definite flaws and it does kind of take a while to get going. I, I, uh, the third game they play, that was really good. That's the best of them, because that has the most interesting strategy and stuff. But before, it, like, and the series takes a while to introduce some important stuff about, like, the main character, and, uh, yeah, so I'm kind of babbling. I enjoyed it, but it definitely has some real flaws. It did have a pretty good theme song, though. Um, final one. 
Skeleton Knight in Another World. Also an is another Isekai series. Mm. Um, I've said it before, the series is basically, what if Ainz from Overlord was uh, much more likable? Because that's basically the series, essentially. It's about a guy who gets isekai into a, uh, a world with his powers, uh, his very overpowered skills from this video game he played as the avatar he played in that, and which is a skeleton. And he kind of goes around being overpowered and stuff, but it manages to work so much better than Overlord because I find the cast just much more interesting and likable. Um but I do and kind of feel that the uh, it hasn't outrun it hasn't overstayed its welcome yet. But I do worry about <clears throat> that if I it comes back for another season and I keep going through it, it might start feeling like kind of repetitive in that oh in the formula being okay. So there's a villain and they're a really awful person. So you don't feel bad if they get killed. And then the main character fights him and he wins. Uh, repeat that multiple times, but it I I I just think it does what it feels like Overlord, except done a whole lot better. Um, yeah, I I think if there was one series I of these I kind of wish we had maybe watched for the podcast as it came out, this would probably have been it. Um, what was it called again? A Skeleton Knight in Another World. Okay. Um, also, it has a pretty good theme song. Uh, yeah, three of four of these had pretty good theme songs. But I mentioned it because I found this out by accident because I was, when I was looking something up about it. Um, <clears throat> the guy who sang the theme song for this, he was actually a person who... Uh, had before this, he was a guy who did anime, like covers of anime theme songs on YouTube. He had like been doing that for years and then he got, and then for this, he was picked to sing the actual theme song of the show, of a show. Was he Japanese or in American? Um, Swedish actually. <laughs> <laughs> He there he know he, he knows both Japanese and English. He, uh, uh, let me just double check on that, um, that I got that right. So, like, he can obviously, I mean, the song's in Japanese, so obviously he can, um, sing that well enough. But, yeah, he, he's, uh, yeah, let me just double check. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's Norwegian, not Swedish. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so, so that was, so there was that. Um, but, yeah, it, it was mostly fairly enjoyable i mean there's there's some things i could criticize um in it i thought like the female character's outfit was a little fan servicey but you know by a bunch of anime it wasn't that bad and like i said things were just kind of likable for the um characters uh <clears throat> yeah um so yeah that's the shows if you if you had any questions about any of those i could answer them um did you, you ever go back to Birdie Wing? Uh, no, no, I haven't yet. I, okay. I might, I might not. It looks like it's it's going to have a second part of the season or something. From what I saw, some people, um, say <clears throat> I wasn't personally in it from the episodes I saw. But you know, maybe things change or maybe not. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't end up going, um, back to it. Okay, I'll have to check that out myself sometime. 
basically what I've heard is that it gets away from golf altogether. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that's all the shows. Uh, in term, um, I, I guess if I were to say my level of interest in another in watching it more of it, you know, if it comes back for another season, they would probably be Tomodachi Gaming first, then Skeleton Knight in another world, then Trapped in a Dating Sim, and then my my least was Heroines Run the Show because that was, that was the one that I ended up liking a lot less towards the end. The other ones managed to keep my interest better. Um, yep, that's it for the shows uh i'm sure there's something else i wanted to mention but i'm forgetting uh, <clears throat> yeah we'll see i might with uh the next season starts in i think two weeks so maybe i'll give it another go and see if i can watch everything uh at least one episode of all the shows okay so anything you wanted to talk about uh no not really uh, we found out when uh, Amazing Grace is coming back. Uh, oh. I think it's September 18th. Um, okay. Survivor and Amazing Grace back to back. So oh. I'm pretty excited about that. So that's yeah, going to be pretty cool. Is Survivor before or after the Amazing Race? Before. Okay. Huh. Maybe I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. Okay, so that's been it for this episode and my overly lengthy and awkward and probably not that great reviews of the episodes that I watched, uh, of the series that I watched. Um, And uh, I want to mention that ranking I gave, that was just in how much enjoyment I got. If I was going to, like, rank it, I think, in more objective quality, I would have probably dropped uh, Tomodachi Game down a little. It's like, just, it's a series where I'm like, man, this is fun to watch, but I have problems with it still. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we'll see what we come up with next season uh, then. Um, Yeah. Although I did really only watch the stuff on the streaming services I had, so uh, I missed some things. Like, I, I've heard so many good things about Ya yeah, Boy uh, Kong Ming, but uh, I, I don't really have um, High Dive. I could sign up for it, but part of the reason I was, I'd go through all this is because I just watch it Spanish subtitle. That will help me with my Spanish. I hope it is. And uh, High Dive doesn't do that. Like, almost everything is just English. So, High Dive, have Spanish subtitles, and I will subscribe to your service. <laughs> and then maybe whenever I finish with Spanish, I can t- try to do this with whatever other language I want. I'm leaning towards Italian or French, but uh, w- we'll see. First, got to get with Spanish, and uh, that's going to still take a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're done for real. See you next time. Bye.